Now let's take a look at the bigger picture with Matthew Johnson, president owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Matthew, thanks so much for being here. Hey, thank you, Caroline, for having me. So we're not seeing a lot of follow through today, Matthew, but overall, how are you feeling about the markets given the recent strength that we've seen? Is this the start of something bigger or just a bear market rally? Well, I think it's, uh, in, in retrospect, it is got to be something that's got to be put in context of what we've seen before. You know, when we look at uh, the last seven months in the market, we've seen that there's been at least four different times that we've seen these bear market rallies where the market's uh, coming back up over 5%. But what we don't like seeing is the follow through. We always see that fade away and then we see another bout of volatility. And, you know, this is going to be one of those moments in which we're not safely able to take the seatbelt off until the feds tell us that that it's time to get up and move around in the cabin. So we've got to be able to be really, really resolved and not get, you know, sucked into the optimism or the uh, just the, the spirit of optimism within the market right now. We've got to be very, very careful to understand that these things can be very short lived and then you've got a downside. So don't take the seatbelt off could just be a bear market rally, but do you think we've at least seen the bottom? You know, I don't know that anyone really knows the answer to that. We, we can certainly say that when we're listening to the earnings calls and we're looking at a lot of the data that a lot of these corporations are sending out to us, you know, there's a lot of surprises, right? Uh, I think Ben related that 75% of the companies that were reporting, uh, they were beating expectations. But now we're starting to see the after effect. We're starting to see where they're taking in the revising their guidance lower, just like uh, NVIDIA did. They're starting to suggest, hey, we've got way more inventory than uh, what we see for sales. You know, you look at Target as a big box store, and I believe that their inventory swelled by over 40%. Uh, but their sales are only up three. So we've got to be able to start thinking and rationalizing and understanding from a logical standpoint. What does that mean to me? Is this something that shows the bottom? Do I need to get in now? I would be very, very careful and very cautious about that. So in terms of some key market drivers, what's going to move this market higher or lower? And if you're waiting for the signal from the Fed to say it's you're safe to move about the cabin. Do you think you're going to be waiting quite a while, given the, the strength in the July jobs report? Yeah, that's that was a big surprise, wasn't it? Seeing those strong numbers coming back. I do believe that we need to be very careful about just realizing that right now this market is a very emotional place. There is a lot of good evidence out there that there's going to continue to be strong numbers in certain sectors. And we know that right now it appears as though even though the, the government had basically shifted all the responsibility to fix this inflation problem uh, to the Fed's responsibility, the government is now finally starting to take a look at actually doing some implementation to fix things. They're working on semiconductors and expansion. We've got oil prices that have come down substantially. Gas prices are down around 27% about the same amount as crude oil. And those are all really positive things. Um, there is also evidence that would suggest, Caroline, that if we, if we look historically at recessions and we look at a big sell-off like we had at the beginning of the year, we could potentially see recovery by the end of the year. But I'm not really sure that I really want to suggest that that's going to happen, especially in light of what we continue to see 
coming to us in wintertime. When, when we're looking at the Russian-Ukraine war, we understand how that's going to affect certain economics in this country. And I believe we are going to see maybe a little bit of respite within the CPI numbers. I think PPI is going to be down, but we have to be very careful to just nibble. This is not an all or nothing situation where we're making huge wholesale moves in, assuming that we've seen the bottom because I don't think we have just yet. So building on that, what is the best investment strategy? How are you? What are you nibbling on when it comes to putting money to work? Well, one of the more challenging things for a lot, especially for a lot of do-it-yourself investors is the fact that they're just looking at pricing. You've got to go much deeper than pricing. You have to look at the fundamentals of these companies. You have to look at their earnings calls. You have to be able to look for companies that you know are going to be more mature. They're going to have lived through recessions before. I look personally for free cash flowing companies, companies that are paying strong dividends that do not have a propensity to cut their dividend even during volatile times. We've got to be able to make certain that we're very, very specific to look at, is this a company that's providing a good, a service, something that is actually necessary and needful? Or is it something that a lot of individuals are picking up maybe a second job and they don't have time for, you know, sitting at home and gaming or they don't have time to buy these nice items, but these nice items are really non-essential. So we've got to really go back to the fundamentals when it comes to our stock picking. And in terms of what you're avoiding, I see a note here saying steer clear of most big retail companies. Why is that? Well, as I indicated earlier, there's a lot of retail companies right now where <clears throat> they were expecting a lot of demand in 2022 and who could blame them? 2021 was an excellent year, but now you've got a lot of these uh, corporate retailers that are basically saying, listen, we are choking on our own inventory. We're seeing a lot of, um, a lot of inventory. We're not seeing the sales that we expected. And as a result, what the, uh, I guess the, the side effect of that, the implication is going to be that they're going to have to start lowering their prices in order to be able to get rid of that inventory. And unfortunately, that's going to be affecting the bottom line for a lot of these corporations. So, you know, and it's not just Target. I mean, you've got Big Lots, you've got Walmart, you've got Target, you've got Lowe's. There's a lot of big companies right now that are really swelling in their inventories and they're having difficulty figuring out what they're going to do to get rid of that. So I would tend to steer clear of those if at all possible. All right, we'll leave it there. Matthew Johnson, president and over owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Thanks so much for those picks and for your insights. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Caroline.